Hello, friend. Welcome back to Surviving the Thriving with me, your host, Chelsea Quint. I have to say, I'm feeling, I am feeling a bit of a fire to be sharing today's podcast with you. So before we jump in, a little update on what's been going on and a little update and also a little just kind of check-in for you guys. So I, as anyone who has worked with me or kind of been in my world for a while knows, and if not, here we go, we'll dive in. I, when I first started my business, I was really skeptical about I mean, kind of everything, but particularly about spiritual practice and manifesting and and all things spiritual, right? Like I, you know, thought crystals were pretty, but was like, yeah, okay, rocks vibrate, whatever. I was very judgmental, honestly, and very, very skeptical of any of this stuff actually being based in universal laws in spiritual truth and uh, that kind of stayed true for a while and even honestly to this day I I bring a lot of uh, skepticism to every new tool every new process every new thing that I expand into in my personal life and then that I bring to my business which at times has been really fear-based and limiting, right? If you think about that, a lot of the why are we skeptical is we don't want to be hoodwinked, we don't want to be taken advantage of, we don't want to be a fool, and so we're afraid of like, ooh, what if I have faith? What if I believe? And then I'm proven wrong and everyone laughs at me or and I, I'm an idiot or I've invested in something or wasted my money or wasted my time or whatever the fear is. But I also have learned to now at this point turn that skepticism into uh, into kind of a superpower, right? Because it really honestly for me holds me in integrity with what I come on here and share with you, with what I share with my clients, with what I share across all of my channels Um, my social media channels, my emails, all the things, I won't share something with you that I don't feel really confident works. I won't share something with you, teach something to you that I haven't deeply practiced, experienced, and embodied. Now, that isn't to say that I believe that I or you can only teach on the exact parameter of what you've experienced in your specific situations. I absolutely believe in, you know, certain tools, right? I I have clients who are pregnant or getting pregnant or becoming moms, right? And I am not yet a mom. And so while I haven't experienced that, I still do a lot of the things that I know are still relevant to helping support new mothers, aspiring mothers, people who are pregnant, right? So it's it's less about 
you can only coach on what you know, like only teach what you know, only write what you know, but really about being in integrity with and teaching what it is that you can embody. So I share all of that, my little insight into my skeptical uh, past and, and skeptical present, honestly, to uh, as, a, as a precursor to this little share, right? So being the skeptic that I really was and sometimes am, sometimes when I think about and talk about moon circles and the full moon or the new moon or moon ritual or astrology or human design or crystals or chakras, I feel a little like, ooh, can I talk about this? Is it safe? And it just, it's still a, an identity that is settling a little bit because the reality is I fully believe I've fully experienced the magical shifts that happen around the full moon and the new moon I have played with manifesting with both I have held moon circles and moon rituals I know the power of story medicine I have a lot of stock in my natal chart and my human design chart and have helped myself uh, loved ones friends and clients to really change their lives by playing with chakra work, reading their human design charts, looking at their natal charts, all the things. And still, there's some part of me that's like, am I about to talk about eclipses and Mercury retrograde? And it's really, again, it's not not a fear as much as I just want to share share this little almost behind the scenes part with you guys of... When you are changing and growing, you really are kind of creating a new identity, right? When you decide to start a business, you are letting go of, shedding, or diminishing the employee identity that you've had for most of your life right? That actually a lot of us kind of grow up with. And from a young age, even when we're in school, it's like you're the employee, you're the follower, you're the listener, you're the one who has to follow the rules. And the person in authority and power is the one who determines what the rules are. So when you decide to start a business, when you decide to start playing in the space of your own spiritual development and cultivating your spiritual practice, figuring out what you believe is true, what lineages of religion of spiritual practice are exciting to you, when you play in that space, you're creating a new identity. And really let that land, right? Because what that means then is that it's going to take some time for that new identity to settle, to land. The same way that you know, an actor, when they first get their script, right, they generally, you generally start with a table read. Everyone sits around the table or on the stage and goes through and reads through their lines. And at first, when you read through, you know, you put a little emphasis behind it, you put some oomph behind it, you start to play with the emotion, the identity of who is this character that I'm playing, this new role, new identity, And then the more 
they try on that energy, the more intimate they get with exactly who is this person? Who is this version of you who has a deeply powerful connection and belief in the mystical? Who is the version of you who's already a badass CEO executive who's so confidently running a six-figure business or a nonprofit or that has a six-figure impact, right? That gets to give back $100,000 a year or gets to donate your time and volunteer, right? And the more you spend time with that person as that person, just like an actor eventually kind of starts to embody the role and they put it on, they put on their costume, they embody the role. When you're reinventing yourself, stepping out as a business owner, as someone with a new spiritual practice, as a mother, a father, a partner, a husband, a wife, there's an identity shift that happens. There's a recreation And so if you're in a space of transformation, of declaring yourself as a business owner, of entering a new relationship or leaving a relationship or becoming a mom or like whatever the thing is, recognize, right? Where where are there still gaps between your old self and the new identity that you're creating, trying on, becoming? And how can you start to act as the person, the next level version of yourself more and more on a regular basis? And the reason I get into all of this is that I just want to throw out a reminder, uh, maybe a comfort um, to anyone who's been in the thick of it over the last four, five, six weeks. Because it's been, we've had two eclipses, solar eclipse, partial solar eclipse, and lunar eclipse. Nope, other way around. And seven planets in retrograde at one point, Mercury's been in retrograde. There's a lot astrologically, cosmically, energetically shifting. And so I also want to say one of the ways that that has shown up is around finances. A lot of people feeling intense panic, extra panic around money. And so I do just want to remind you that one, if you have been really feeling in the thick of it, you're not crazy, you're not alone. That's actually, it's kind of part of the cosmic curriculum right now. And it's it's an invitation for you to really look at where are the gaps between who you have been showing up as and who you want to be. Where are you not showing up, taking action, holding the energy, the frequency, the vibration, and doing the work of being the person you want to be, living the life that you want to live? And this is an invitation to shed the identities that don't serve you, that aren't in alignment with where you want to be going. And if you have been in the panic around money, let this, instead of feeding your panic and shifting you into focusing on what you don't have, see it instead as, as if all of the old stories and fear and resistance around financial abundance, receiving it, having it, keeping it, 
let this actually be a beautiful healing opportunity for you to go deep into, okay, where am I still holding on to fear? How do I react when the outside world, my three-dimensional reality, has some question marks and has some bumps? Do I immediately go back into fear-based paradigms if there's not enough and feed the old money stories that if you're in my world, I know you've done some work on? Are you feeding your old stories or are you using this as an opportunity to double down on the new truth of what you know to be true, which is abundance is there for you. It is limitless. When you match the vibration of what you desire, it comes through. When you clear the resistance to having it, it comes through. It's a deeply embodied process and the fear is coming up in your system. I know it's not easy because, right, it's going through, it's a, it's a pattern. Your brain and your body, you've trained your brain and your body over the years of having these limiting beliefs to have this response in your nervous system of fear and panic and I'm not safe but you do not have to let that pattern rule your life. So invitation as always to dive deep into the healing work. Go deep. You know what you're doing. If you don't, reach out, send me a message. We'll get on the phone and we'll have a conversation around it. Or I'll point you to some resources, right? Maybe some of my tapping videos somewhere that can help you out. Yes? So with all of that said... The work that I want to share with you today, the, uh, the, the message that's coming through to be shared is that something that I started uh, talking about over on some other social media platforms, but that felt really important to share with you on the podcast as well and something I want to dive into a little bit deeper. So first, first things first, now that we're several minutes into the pod, Over the next several episodes, several weeks, I'm going to be providing a lot, a lot of insight and value and shifts for service-based entrepreneurs or aspiring service-based entrepreneurs who want to finally commit to treating their business like a business and receiving the financial abundance, the client success, the magnetism, the results, both for you and for your clients, your students, the people you serve, people who really want to go all in and people who really resonate with building their legacy. So not just a business, but really going all in on what are you going to be known for? What is your work in the world? And one of the reasons that handling the financial aspect of making sure that your bases are covered when you're first starting out in business is so important is that because money is so closely tied to survival, right? That we just touched about, touched on money. If you've been in the thick of it, you know, as soon as money issues come up, it's like, it's crippling. It's so anxiety producing. It's so scary of like, am I going to be safe? Is this okay? Is it okay to want money? Is it okay to not have money? Is it okay to have debt, to not have debt, to like all the things? And the reason that for those of you who are really impact driven. You want to make an impact. You want to live and leave a legacy of making the world a better place. 
your base needs have to be taken care of for you to be able to keep your priorities there. If you are panicked about how am I going to pay the bills, how am I going to take care of the kids, how am I going to pay off the debt, why did I spend the debt, why did I buy this course, why did I do that? If you are in that panic, your focus cannot be on giving back because you are giving from a place of, uh, you're giving from an underlying place of desperation and from a feeling of unsafety from survival mode. When you try to create from survival mode, when you try to manifest from survival mode, the energy is misaligned. You cannot have the massive impact that you feel called to make, that you want to make, the service that you feel called to provide if you are in panic and survival mode. So that's why I'm starting to uh, really talk about all of this. And the other piece is that I really have, have finally gotten to a point where I feel deeply embodied and I know like I know like I know that I can teach you to make your first $5,000 month, make your first $10,000 month, to make massively magnetic offers, to attract clients to you, to create compelling content that converts. All things that I feel really confident at this point in business in teaching you and sharing with you. And so I'm going to start start sharing it. Um, I'm going to start sharing it on the podcast. Today, I'm going to go into the primary reasons, the five main reasons that your business hasn't taken off yet, both in client success, financial success, and kind of influence and impact success. So I'm going to share those with you, help you start to kind of diagnose what the underlying problem is, and then I want to invite you into a free training. There are going to be uh, live trainings that I'm holding next week, the last week of July, depending on when you're watching this. It'll be next week as I'm recording this, and I'm going to share with you guys how to really solve all of those problems, right? And then the other exciting thing that I am doing is I have opened up a small number of uh, intimate group coaching calls that are really business diagnosis calls, right? So um, the link is, the link to register for the free training and then you get the invitation to the book one of these calls is in the show notes. So check it out there. And uh, what happens in these business diagnostics calls is that once when you book the call you find a time that works for you and you book the call and then you're going to show up we're going to get on zoom and when you book the call you send over some information about kind of what's going on in your business what are the problems you share any platforms instagram facebook podcasts that you have and i'm going to take a look at what's going on in your business and give you some insights some tools some practices to start to shift and address whatever underlying problems, blocks, resistance you have to allowing massive influence, impact, and income to come into your life and your business. So this is one where you might want to grab notes. The next several episodes are also probably going to be ones where you want to grab, grab, grab notes, grab a notebook, grab your journal, take notes, and definitely register for that free training if you have not already. If you have any issues, if you registered but didn't get the link to book um, one of those group sessions, just send me a message, an email. Y'all, y'all know how to find me. All right. With all of that sorted, here are the five main reasons that your business hasn't taken off yet. So reason number one 
is that people in your audience, in your world, don't see you as an expert. And this is not a problem with the people, with the humans. This is a problem with the way that you communicate, what you do, the way you talk about your business, and the way you position yourself. So if people don't see you as an expert, you have a communication and a positioning problem. The solution to this starts to come in with your content, your marketing, the way you talk about yourself, and then some of the mindset shift of uh, how are you seeing yourself? Where is imposter syndrome holding you back? Are you kind of holding yourself small? Are you kind of holding back on teaching things that you really, really are an expert in and that are so exciting because you're afraid that you're not good enough, you don't have a certification, you don't know enough yet, right? If people don't see you as an expert, then immediately when you start to share your offers and share your programs and start to sell things, there's going to be a disconnect because people buy things that they see value in. And a lot of times, if you're not seen as an expert, then this, and this sounds kind of harsh, guys, but people don't see the value in the service you're providing. Not necessarily the value in you, because you are valuable and worthy and beautiful because you are, but as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a coach, a healer, a teacher, an expert in whatever your field is, it is your job to teach people how to think of you. It is your job to highlight your expertise. And that starts to come through in the way you talk about your services, the way you talk about yourself, the energy you show up in when you share content and create content and show up to a sales call or a coaching call. It's in your content, your energy, your offerings, your positioning. Number two reason your business hasn't taken off yet is if you don't see the value in your product or service or, and or, you struggle to communicate the value with your people, the people in your audience. If this is the case, then you have a a communication mainly or an identity problem. So again, the way you communicate, that goes through in your content, right? Where are your channels of influence? And by the way, even if you don't have a business yet, but you have a dream for a business, you still have channels of influence, right? What kind of things do people ask you about? What are you known for in your family, in your community, at your yoga studio, right? Where do you teach things or offer classes or share your insight, right? Everyone has channels of influence. It might just be in your family, in your office. It might be in a meetup that you facilitate. It might be in your community, your church, your yoga studio, whatever. But everyone has channels of influence. As an entrepreneur, and for me, an online entrepreneur, I teach you to eventually expand into online platforms of influence because then that gives you time, location, freedom, and more opportunity for financial freedom. But you already have channels of influence. How are you communicating the value of the work you do within those channels of influence? 
And then if you do not yet see the value in your product or service, the work there is mindset work. If you want to run a successful, thriving business, you have to believe so deeply in your big vision. In your vision for the work you do, in your vision for how it impacts lives, in your vision for the service that you're able to share and gift to people. If you don't see the value, no one will. So that's a mindset shift. And then a mindset shift and identity shift. And then that translates into the way you communicate about your services and the way you serve your audience, right? So it's not just when you're selling, it's every single post, every single conversation. The way you communicate has to translate the value and position you as an expert. Reason number three, this is a big one for all of my life coaches, energy healers, chakra masters, uh, human design experts, anyone who does not have a super clear specific transformation that they already share regularly with their audience. So reason number three is that people don't understand what you do, which essentially means you haven't told them what you do, what your magic is, what problems you solve in a way that is clear enough for them to understand and not only understand what you do, but then go back to number one, number two, see the value in what you do, and go back to number one, see you as an expert in providing the very valuable thing that you do. You see how we're building here? If people don't understand what you do, they will not give you money for it. They will not give you their time for it. They will not give you their attention for it. Because they don't see the value in it. If this is where you're struggling, then there is an identity, and again, a communication problem. Who are you? Why are you here? Why are you alive? What is your work in the world? What do you find yourself doing so naturally that just like you can't, it's part of who you are? And then how are you sharing that with people? What is your magic? What problems do you help people solve in a way that is so incredible, so life-changing, so transformational? Anchor in that identity. And then when you know that you solve a problem that is so problematic, forgive me, Kess, when you solve something, an issue that is so problematic for people, when your work is of so much value, when you are so tapped into your magic and how important it is, how life-changing, how transformational it is, it's your job to communicate it. Because if you don't, what happens to the people who need you? What happens to them if you don't show up for them? By making it as easy, clear, understandable to see what you do, to know what you do, and to figure out how to pay you and how to have you help them. That's your job. Reason number four that your business has not taken off yet (laughs) is if you have a funky relationship with money, selling, marketing, pitching, talking about your work, or all of the above. 
Because if you don't teach people how to work with you, take the next step with you, or pay you, then they're not going to know how to do those things. Right? So then, as an entrepreneur, it is part of, again, it is part of your job to make it as easy as possible for people to see, oh, this person has the solution to the problem I'm struggling with. This person has the solution to how to have better communication in my marriage, to how to understand this whole human design thing and really not just have a chart reading and have another kind of personality quiz in my inbox that I'm confused by and limited by, but how to really apply it to my life and amplify my life through this incredible system. Thank God this person does not just the readings, but they do the coaching. Amazing, right? If you are still having a funky relationship with money, whether it's whatever the money mindset is for you, whether it's right, people who want money are bad, people who make money are bad, it's not fair, it's not fair to charge, I'm helping people so I shouldn't charge for it, selling is annoying, I don't want to inconvenience people, marketing is spammy, selling is salesy, only bad people sell, pitching is wrong, it's greedy to want money, whatever the stories are, if you still are holding on to that, you're blocking yourself. And the work is, it's, it's, it's partially in adjusting, doing the mindset work, right? One of my, so I teach a combination of journaling, embodiment practice, um, both for release as well as reprogramming your frequency, as well as tapping work to shift the mindset piece of each of those things. But and the the biggest shift here is it doing your own work first do your own personal work right but then also learn how to do these things right how to make money how to earn money receive money how to sell how to market how to pitch in a way that feels good not just for you but for your clients. One of the greatest gifts I have, one of the most exciting things about selling for me is that whether my offer or one-on-one program or service or course or retreat or whatever is right for a client or not, once we get off of a sales call or once we finish up voice noting or however we're doing the transaction, both of us feel good. Whether or not someone works with me, a sales call is an opportunity for me to serve them and I serve them. So whether they say yes or no, whether I say yes or no, whether it's a good fit or not, both people walk away feeling served. And being able to sell and market and pitch in a way that is of service to people, that is amazing and it's a skill it's a skill that you can learn easy so learning that skill healing your mindset with money and selling and ditching all those stories about how it's salesy and and really tap into the fact that if you want to be a business owner it is 
quite literally your job to sell, to make money, to market. That is a part of what a business does. If you want to start a charity, then it's a different conversation. But if you are starting a business that you desire to support your life and your lifestyle and allow you to have the impact that you desire, allow you to serve in the way that you want, then it is literally a part of your job description to make money, to sell, to market, to pitch your services, and to make it as easy as possible for the humans who need your services to find you. Right? So blow up the idea of like, I'm going to annoy people, I'm going to this. If people don't want to read your stuff, they won't read your stuff. If people don't want to follow you on social media, they won't follow you on social media. If they are not your people and they are not interested in the service you provide, right? It's not like you're cold calling people or cold pitching people or cold messaging people and going through and like, those are just not my favorite. Those, I mean, they can work. Those are just not my favorite strategies and they're not the ones that I teach, right? But really tap in. If you are just sharing free content, providing micro transformations in your content, offering free value, offering to serve people through a podcast or an Instagram post or a free training, gifting people free coaching, um, like on a thread, not in inboxes. That's a conversation for, that's a podcast for another time, right? You're not inconveniencing people by doing your job. So if this is where you're struggling, relationship with money, selling, marketing, this is both an identity problem and a mindset problem, right? So the identity of I am a CEO, I am a business owner hasn't yet anchored in if you're struggling with this. And there's the mindset energetic healing work to be done around money, selling, marketing, all of those components. Number five, final number five, fifth primary reason why your business hasn't taken off yet. You're treating your business like a hobby, not a career. And one way that I want you to really dial into this and see if this is potentially true for you is to ask yourself, how many times do you make a to-do list or write out an ideal schedule for your business, right? Of here's what I'm going to do this week. Here's when I'm going to write the emails. I'm going to spend this half hour on Instagram engaging with people and this half hour on Facebook and really map it all out. Only to not do it. Versus when you make a commitment to a friend. How much likelier are you to show up or how much less likely are you to bail on the commitment you made to a friend or maybe to if you still work a nine to five job or another job right how much more likely are you to bail on the commitments you make to yourself on the business plans that you set up versus the commitments that you make to others or a situation where you're an employee And get really honest with yourself. This doesn't have to be a beat yourself up moment, but it does have to be a radical honesty, radical transparency moment of like, ooh, am I treating my business like a hobby? Do you put your business last on your list of priorities in the way that you're investing your time and your attention? If you are, then you really, again, 
Identity is at the core of so much of this. You have an identity and you have a vision problem. When you are so deeply connected to your vision of where you are going, anchored into the identity of who holds that vision of the next version of you who has the things, who has the impact, influence, income, when you're so connected to that, you prioritize it differently. When you commit to seeing your vision every day, feeling the feelings of this next level CEO, business owner, boss identity, you show up to your business differently. You prioritize it. You make time for it. You make sacrifices for it if needed. You do what needs to be done. And you also get to blow up, by the way, for any business owners who are like, I just need to stop procrastinating. I just need to stop being lazy. How do you stay motivated? If you're unmotivated, it is just a vision problem. If you're procrastinating, for one, stop making that a problem and just When you're connected to your vision, even if you procrastinate, like me, I procrastinate often. But because I am connected to the impact I want to make, how I want to serve, the legacy I want to leave, I know also that even when I'm procrastinating and like Netflix, yes, I am still watching. I will press play and continue watching this, even though I could, should, blah, blah, blah. I know that I will get it done because it is a part of my vision. Because I am connected to that vision, I know I will do what it takes. But when you're still treating your business like a hobby, acting like an employee, not prioritizing yourself as a CEO and prioritizing connecting to your vision every day and acting as your CEO self, you're going to be blocking your success. As a quick recap... The five main reasons that people don't, that your business hasn't taken off yet, I started to go into reason number one, is number one, people don't see you as an expert. Number two, you don't see the value in your product or service, or you struggle to communicate the value. Number three, people don't understand what you do, meaning you haven't told them what you do in a clear way. You're not super clear on what you do. You're trying to be too vague and be like, I can help everyone with everything. I don't know. Meditation's magic, right? You're not super dialed into your specialty, your magic, what problems you solve and making it as easy as possible for people to say, oh my God, yes, that's what I need. Number four, you still have a funky relationship with money, selling, marketing, pitching, or all of the above. You don't make a regular habit of teaching people how to work with you, how to take the next step, or how to pay you. And five, you're treating your business like a hobby, not a career. I would absolutely love to hear from you which of those resonates most with you. Maybe it's multiple numbers. Maybe it's just one that you see yourself getting hung up. If you haven't already, send me a message, send me an email, reach out and let me know which of these is getting you most stuck. And if you are an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, definitely get yourself registered for the Soul Aligned Success business training. It is free. It is going down four days next week. Free live training. You get to ask me your questions. I'm going into all of the really foundational pieces of how to address these problems, how to solve your identity problem, your vision problem, your communication problem, your positioning problem, and your value problem. 
sign up for the training. If you want to go even deeper, make sure you snag one of the limited spots in the business diagnosis free calls. And I can't wait to hear from you guys. Have an incredible rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.